Hey, King of Kings, church, we are transforming lives, and this is one of those series that, well, that I believe has been transforming our lives. Uh, it began with, with Peter and, and helping us to see just that God is our God that never gives us more than we can handle, that he does sometimes have more than we can handle, and, and that we can get through that. And then it moved on to, to Mike talking about judgment and what God has really said about that. And today, in week three, we're going to be talking about something that I think every single one of us probably has said, heard, thought, believed. And I think also something that each and every one of us need to know how to do that I actually would say today, right here, right now, that I think all of us actually struggle with this. And so today we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And what Jesus never said was forgive and forget. But we've heard that so often. Matter of fact, uh, this, this uh, week I was on a walk with my daughter and, and, and she really wanted to go for a walk and I was getting ready to prepare for our, our message and, and I said, I got to prepare for our message and, and she said, well, dad, you can give me the message while we're walking and I was like, all right, I, I'm taking her up on this one. And so when I finished, she said, by the way, you're open to feedback, right? And I said, yeah, what'd you think of the message? And she said, well, you tell me forgive and forget all the time. And I had to think back and think, do I really say that? Because I think it's so common in our phrase that, that we think about this. And, and when we think about forgiveness, this really is one of the hearts of our entire faith. It, it's one of the, the values that we look and we see about God, especially as Christians that we have a God who's filled with grace, who's filled with forgiveness. And, and here's the thing, forgiveness really does matter because forgiveness restores a relationship and builds a bridge of a relationship between God and us. Forgiveness is also really important for the relationships between ourselves and those who we love most. Forgiveness is important and builds a relationship even within ourselves that we have to be able to forgive ourselves. So forgiveness really does matter. And I, as we've talked about, we've heard these words that, that we think are from the scriptures, forgive and forget. And, and here's the thing. I think where we struggle with this is, is first, sometimes, sometimes we just simply don't want to forgive. Sometimes we think about something and we go, I just, I don't even want to forgive that person, or, or they don't even deserve it, or I don't even know that they, they need it. Or I think the problem, too, with the forgive and forget is, what if I can't forget what if I can't forget the wound, the pain, the hurt that is within me? Does that mean then I can't forgive? I, 
honestly and truthfully, I think where this comes out of is there's a scripture passage that says that God will remember our sins no more. And I think with good intentions, we think, okay, well, if God forgives and forgets, then he leads us to forgive and forget. But actually, the truth of the matter is that that word remember in the Hebrew, that that word doesn't mean actually forget. What it really means is that, that in, and the Hebrew is this amazing language that, that kind of does picture and wordplay on it, and, and, it, and it, we lose a little in the translation, but what it really means is that, that God takes our sins, and it's not that he forgets them, but they move from the front of his mind, the front of his sight, to the very back, to being way back there, that it's not even in his sight, it's not even in his memory. It's not that it's forgotten, but it's, it's, it's not even seen. And, and there's a difference with that. You see, forgiveness is essential for us. And it's essential in our relationship with God, with others, and even with ourselves. And, and God knows that we need not only to be forgiven, but we need to forgive. Not only do we need to be forgiven, but we need to forgive. Matthew 6, verse 8 says, For your Father knows what you need before you ask him. And, and, and this scripture comes that, that Jesus says these words as, as he's preparing to give the prayer, the greatest prayer that anyone could ever pray, and that's that Lord's Prayer. But forgiveness is so important for us, and so I want us to walk through uh, forgiveness, and I want us to walk through uh, a few ways that we look at forgiveness. And so today I want to look at why do we forgive, how do we forgive, and what do we forgive? So why do we forgive? Well, we forgive because in order to have a relationship, we must forgive. In order to, to be free, we must forgive. In order to love those around us, the love, the ones we want to love the most, we must forgive. Today, I want to share with you a very personal story about my life. I didn't get a chance to know my grandmother until I was 13 years old. She only lived two miles away from our house, and as a matter of fact, we drove by their house every single day on the way to school and to my parents' work. I never knew them or met them until I was 13. And the reason is because my grandmother, my grandmother did not know how to forgive. 
And it really stemmed from something that happened to her as a child. When she was growing up as a child, her uncle lived nearby their home. And her uncle abused her in a way that should never happen to any child anywhere and anyhow. And as my grandmother got older and as my grandmother told her mom about what her uncle had done to her, my grandmother's mom took her brother's side. And that began to develop inside of my grandmother who could not forgive her uncle, who could not forgive her own mother, that developed in her a bitterness, a rage, and a hate. And if we're humanly honest with ourselves right now, we could empathize, I empathize with my grandmother, with the rage and the hate and the anger. But because my grandmother did not forgive her mother, or her uncle. The rage and the anger and the hate well after both of their deaths poisoned who my grandmother loved most. You see, my grandmother had six children, really. And in that time, she only had a relationship with one of them at a time. And oftentimes, she wouldn't have a relationship with the others because she would get mad and upset at their wives. That's what happened to me. When I was 13, I finally found out why my grandmother wouldn't speak to our family. And it's because she felt my mother had given her a wrong look. And she got angry about that. But it wasn't really anger about that look. It was anger towards another woman. It was anger that was misplaced from a relationship. And what happens when we hold on to the bitterness of pain and of hurt and of anger, whether that anger is righteous, and my grandmother's anger is righteous, or unrighteous, we end up hurting and poisoning the relationships of those who we actually love most. And I believe that actually this is a huge problem in our world today. There are so many relationships that are fractured. I am sure right now in your own family, maybe even in your own life, you can think about the reality that you have some relationships that you know are fractured. And I truly believe that relationships are fractured, that we have problems with relationships and anxiety with relationships because we don't forgive. Because we're not forgiving the things that we need to forgive. And I'm not even talking about just the big things. I'm talking about 
little tiny things. Because here's the thing, when we fail to forgive, we fail to live. And that's when, that's when we end up missing out on the best life possible around us because all our relationships are poisoned with bitterness and anger. And so why we must forgive is because we want to love. Not those who have harmed us necessarily, but those who we want to love the most. But the root of angerness and bitterness that lays within us when we fail to forgive, even when we don't understand that that's the reason, ends up not hurting the other person. My grandmother's uncle and her mother were long past from this earth. Her anger and her bitterness did not cause them any more pain. But it caused pain to me. It caused pain to my parents. It even caused pain to my wife. So how do we forgive? Well, the way we begin to forgive is by simply acknowledging that we need to forgive and understanding that within us and inside of us, when we look at the things and the, the fractures and dysfunction of any relationships that we have, that really it often comes from the chaos inside of ourselves and not recognizing the things of bitterness and anger that are rooted within our very own hearts. And truthfully, that if we cannot sweep clean the chaos of within us, there's no way we can take care of the chaos outside of us. There's no way that we can actually help people that are in need outside of us. And so, so first things that we have to do when we talk about how do we forgive is we talk about acknowledging the need to daily be in forgiving. To daily be in forgiving other people. To daily also be forgiven. I'm reminded of the words from Ephesians chapter 4 that says, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Don't give the devil a foothold. Now, this is not talking about just the need of forgiveness for those who are, who are, are doing things that are truly wrong to us, those who harm us those who hurt us, those who've broken laws to us. But this is also talking about those things that just are little within us, those things that, that we find ourselves going, I'm angry about this. Why am I angry about this? Generally, that means that there's a forgiveness issue within us. And, and truthfully, as, as Jesus talks about the need for us to forgive, it's because he knows that forgiveness is a daily cleansing of our own heart. Forgiveness is a daily cleansing of our own heart, and it begins by each and every day just sweeping out, 
sweeping out that which has wronged us, and also recognizing that we're going to need to be forgiven each and every day. And this is why in that perfect prayer in Matthew 6, 11, and 12, we pray, give us today our daily bread. Now notice what Jesus says here. Give us today our daily bread. This is give us what we need. And I believe this is not only the provision of our physical need of food and provision of home and shelter. I believe this is also the physical need of forgiveness. We need to physically forgive, and we need to physically be forgiven. And so we pray this, that we begin the day, forgive us our sins. We ask God at the very beginning of the day, forgive me, forgive me for my sins. And we end every day saying, as we've forgiven those who've sinned against us, we begin the day by sweeping our hearts clean, and we end the day by sweeping our hearts clean. An open-handed, forgiven, and forgiveness model is what Jesus gives to us. And so how do we forgive? By prayer by recognition of our own need for forgiveness and of the need to forgive others. And understanding that when we forgive, we release that anger and that bitterness. I was, I was talking to a friend one time and he was sharing with the Palestinian uh, control or the Palestinian group in the Middle East. And as he was talking to the Palestinian Authority, he said to them, here's what I believe that you guys have done. You hate the Jews so much that it's almost like you have a glass of poison and You've drank it yourself, hoping that it will kill them. Your anger and your bitterness is killing yourself. And how we forgive is recognizing that the anger and the bitterness we have doesn't help anything. It doesn't change anything. Matter of fact, it only harms ourselves and those that we love most. And so, when I think about my grandmother, one of the issues was she didn't know how to forgive. And that poison that she had melted over into all facets of her life. that a wrong look meant that she couldn't understand that that wasn't the intention of pain or hurt or heartache. That when my wife and I were visiting her as newlyweds, when I got back to Michigan, and I didn't call her for a couple days because we just got into a life rhythm and routine and, and I forgot to call her and tell her I arrived safely home. 
that after two days, and I did call her, and I said, hi, Grandma. She said, you didn't call. And I said, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. And her next words were to me were, well, you have a wife. You're now too busy for me. Let us never talk again. And she hung up on me. And we never spoke again, even though we tried. And it's because she didn't know how to forgive. Pain and anger and bitterness spilled over into the lows that she loved most. And so we forgive knowing that we're called to forgive daily. And and we're called to forgive everything. This is where when Peter was asking about this and he said to Jesus in Matthew 18, 21 and 22, Jesus, how many times should I forgive my brother and sister who has sinned against me? Up to seven times? Now when Peter said that, he was thinking seven times, that's the complete number. Of course, that would be a lot. Yes, that Jesus should affirm this. Like that's hard, but I think I can do this, Lord. And then Jesus turns and says, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Whoa, like I don't even count that high. And that's what Jesus is saying. That forgiveness has no boundaries. And that's how we forgive. Recognizing that God has no boundaries of withholding forgiveness with us. And so we let God be God and and give, give him all the righteous vindication and judgment that he will have. And then we follow his will and we have no boundaries in our forgiveness either. So what do we forgive? Everything. The big things? Yes. The little things? Yes. But what if they didn't ask to be forgiven? What if they're not really sorry? Forgive them. What if I'm really mad and and they don't know that I'm angry? Shouldn't I come to them? Maybe, but forgive them. What about the boss that's just simply a jerk? Forgive them. What about the person that, that cut me off and, and nearly caused me to get in an accident? Forgive them. What about my ex? that every second of every day just tries to make my life miserable and never gives, forgive them. Because when we look at what we forgive, we're reminded that it's not just the big things, it's all things. That's why forgiveness isn't only for those who've gravely harmed us, but it's also for those who silently stomped on us. Meaning that those that we didn't, they didn't even know they harmed us. 
And, and think about that for a minute. When I'm angry and I'm mad because I was driving into work and I didn't, you know, the person in line at my drive-thru for coffee wasn't ready and so I'm just mad at them. And then I come into work and I'm mad at everyone at work. Or if I've just forgiven that person in the coffee line, my relationships at work with those that I actually care about aren't going to be affected that day. Or my boss that just said something absolutely moronic to me and didn't know that it was mean, that it was hurtful, that it caused me pain, and I drive home and I'm stewing about it and I'm angry about it and I walk in the door and I just unload on my children because I haven't forgiven my boss. Now, I want to speak because I think that sometimes when we talk about forgiveness, we think that forgiveness means that we say everything's okay and there's no boundaries. And I want, to, I want you to hear this very clearly. Actually, forgiveness brings boundaries. Love for ourselves, love for others brings boundaries. And so if someone hurts and harms us, if someone has done something that, that is, is, is not okay, we should not be in a relationship with them. If there's a person who's unhealthy for us, physically, emotionally, we may need to say, I cannot be in a relationship with you. I forgive you, but we cannot be friends. And that's okay. And when we talk about forgiveness, it doesn't mean there's no consequences. Matter of fact, true forgiveness then speaks the words of repentance. I forgive you, and those words say, what you did was not okay and may not happen again but I forgive you. It's not okay. It's not all right. It's not a don't worry about it. It's a I forgive you. You see, it's so important for us to understand that Jesus called us to simply forgive. When we try to add the other things that Jesus never said, it's when it becomes impossible. But when we just focus on what Jesus said and what Jesus does, and we clean our hearts and we clean our days with bitterness and anger, and we clean those away with forgiveness and love, we truly can find love for God we can truly find love for those that we love most, our precious friends and family. 
and we can truly find love for ourselves. And so today I want to invite and encourage you. Ask God to help you forgive. Forgive the person that doesn't know they need to be forgiven. Forgive the person that doesn't want to be forgiven. Maybe it's even forgive yourself. And embrace a life that's filled with love for God, for others, and for yourself. Today, tomorrow, and forever, and all of God's forgiven people said, Amen.